This is Carolyn Holly. Welcome to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. For the next half hour, you're going to be encouraged and challenged by Skip and his guests as they discuss the game plan for life. In sports as in life, it's important to have a game plan. And as Skip says, no game plan, no victory. Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall is brought to you by the following sponsors. Dutch Bros of Boise, an experience guaranteed to satisfy. Domino's, oh yes we did. McDowell's Specialty Repair. Hoffman Auto Body, someone you can trust. Susie Boyle Mortgage Team and Castle and Cook Mortgage LLC. Online at sboyle.castlecookmortgage.com. Christian Brothers Automotive. Security Gold and Silver, a reliable source for your bullion investment. Canyon County Habitat for Humanity, Summer's Funeral Home. Every life leaves a legacy. Zero Res Carpet Cleaning and Idaho Window Tinting. And now here's your host for Game Plan for Life, Skip Hall. Welcome to Game Plan for Life. This is your host, Skip Hall. Well, today we've got a former Boise State player, Eric Helgeson. Helgi, as I call him, was an All-American force uh, uh, for the Broncos in, in 1987. Uh, he was a senior the year that I came in and uh, just did a great job for us. And obviously now life has changed. He's doing other things, um, still competitive, but uh, in a, in a non- non-contact sport now. Always competitive. <laughs> so anyway, Helgi, welcome to Game Plan for Life. Thanks, Coach. Thanks for having me. It's good to see you again, yes. once again. Yes, again. Um, it's been a while. It's been, a, it's been, especially over the last year and a half, we yeah. used to live by each other, and I moved yeah. to Eagle, and now I don't see it all. Yeah. Um, we see yeah. each other at yeah. the gym, but thanks again for having me. Absolutely. We're delighted to have and you. And I have one little correction okay i played with you for three years was so i was a sophomore i was a redshirt freshman oh, right. when you came that's in so right. i that's actually right. was a all-american there for 88 through 90 so 98 was my last year why was i thinking 87 pete kwiatkowski pete you got it right there you go pete was yep yes exactly right that's exactly right well well it's good to get us intermixed i mean yeah I appreciate well that. both great players and <laughs> had great careers and and uh now of course the uh, the broncos got that first game under their belt and and uh we'll have uh, more to say about the broncos a little bit later but uh what we like to do uh eric is to have you tell your story you know where you grew up and mm-hmm. kind of marches through the of course you don't have very far to go marches <laughs> through the uh the years the education the, obviously the football and and uh, so yeah let's sure. let's have you do that and take us up to uh to, to where you are today perfect so um well i grew up in boise idaho obviously um obviously because i I lived here and I went to St. Mary's grade school, Bishop Kelly high school. But the thing about Boise state is I grew up watching Boise state football, yeah. went to all the games with my dad. So it was always a dream of mine to play on the green field at the time. Right. Um, so when my friend, good friend, Terry Hefner was being recruited by Boise state. Um, I actually had a rough senior and junior year with some injuries. Um, uh-huh. So I didn't look really good on film, and, but I just wanted the opportunity. Sure. And Boise State gave me an opportunity to walk on, and I did. And I knew I could play at this level. Uh, then that, that coaching regime came in. Your your new group came in. Yeah. And I was trying to find a place. I started out as strong safety with uh, um, Chuck Pagano as my yeah. coach. Yep. yep, yep. And um, 
eventually that spring I moved to defensive end. So you guys moved me to defensive end. I thought you're trying to get rid of me. Oh my God. <laughs> but my, you guys were smart in yeah. what you were doing because I ended up having a tremendous career. Yeah. Uh, so, absolutely. So, so that's, absolutely. so went to Bishop Kelly Boise state graduated in spring in 1991. That's mm-hmm. really my, yeah. my backstory, but it was yeah. a, it was a privilege to play at Boise state and it was incredible to be able to play in front of my family and especially yeah. my dad who I went oh, to the games with. Yeah. Yep. yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. And then you, you uh, majored in communication. Yep. And, uh, obviously now you're in the business world. Uh, tell us what you're doing. Okay. So it's kind of complicated, but yeah. what we do, I, I've been in the, the title insurance business for well over 20 years. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's probably closer to 30 years, but over 20 years. And I work for a company called Westcore Land Title Insurance Company. And what we are is the underwriter for um, companies that insure the title transaction. So at the end of the day, we are ensuring that this land is your land. I get you. So um, I'm in the real estate industry, but it's on the title insurance side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. And like you say, you've been doing that over 20 years. A long time. So initially, I got into the business working for a title company as a marketing and sales rep. And then I've just kind of gone up the ranks to different positions and county managers. And then this position uh, opened up, and it was a great move for me. Good. Good for you. Well, tell us a little bit about this crazy real estate market that's that's going on right now. You know, it's and it's everywhere. Um, It's it is seems to be softening a little bit. And when I say mm-hmm. softening, I just mean it doesn't seem like the houses are flying off the shelf before they even are listed. Right. So there does seem to be a little bit more inventory. But what what we see everywhere is the same thing that you see in the Boise market. Um, my territory that I'm responsible for is Montana, Idaho, Wyoming, Colorado, and mm-hmm. Utah. So those are all pretty similar markets when you're looking at yeah. you know the mountain states. Sure. And the mountain states are really the hottest markets because everyone wants to move out of California or out of the south or out of the east and they want to pocket yeah. themselves in those states and the markets have just been absolutely crazy the amount of uh real estate and how quickly it's doubled in five years oh, is it's it's really remarkable yeah it's good it's good time to buy five years ago right now it's a yeah. it's a good time to buy all the time because they're never making any more land it's right. just a matter of finding that good deal right 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 i know a lot of people i talk to say man we should sell our house well problem is you got to have somewhere to go mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That was a, you know, we were looking at, we had bought back in 2016, July of 2016 in our current home in Eagle. And it was, it was an adjustment having been growing up basically in the North or Northwest Boise for all my life. And we moved from Northwest Boise out to Eagle and it seemed like it was, you know, out in the boondocks at the mm-hmm. time, even five years ago. And when we looked to possibly list our house and move back back to Boise or at least back to mm-hmm. the Northwest or North end area. Number one, we couldn't find anything, but number two, um, it, it, we couldn't afford anything. I right. mean, the, the, how quickly yeah. everything skyrocketed and homes in our neighborhood of just like yeah. some of the homes that they're listing are, I'm like, Oh my gosh, that was, you know, even a million a year yeah. ago, they're listing it for 3 million. Yeah. It's like, Holy yeah. smokes. And they're still selling. They're still selling. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. It's an amazing thing. We always knew Boise was a, the best kept secret, but yeah. the secret has long been out. Yeah, I've noticed more and more cars with plates from California around the my entire area. neighborhood. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. 
Let's talk a little bit about your football career. Um, obviously, you told us told us a little bit about your career at Bishop Kelly and dealing with injuries mm-hmm. your junior senior year. But uh, when you got it, into Boise State, um, like say you moved around a bit trying to find the right spot mm-hmm. for you, and uh, obviously you found it and excelled in it, and uh, and yeah, that was that was. Uh, Pretty special. That 1990 team was our best team, as you well know, and we went to the national semifinals. Uh, lost in a triple oh, overtime. Oh, stop which, it. Yeah, 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 that, about was, that, that was, was heartbreaking. That was a tough one to swallow, but uh, we were so close to going on to the national championship, and you know, we we uh, we missed a kick that I thought was in the bag, and but you just never know. Never That's why know. the game of football is... Yeah. You just you don't know. You can't take anything for granted. But uh, so d- throughout your career, how did that help you get into the business world? What were some of the key factors that helped you uh, be successful in business? That's a great question. Um, let me take just a couple of seconds to really you think out my thoughts. Uh, you know, for me, it's the competitive side of football is, you know, that's been my number one driving force. Right. I've just been a competitor. But the thing that I enjoyed most about football that I've tried to carry with me was the, you know, it's almost the locker room. It's the guys. It's your teammates. And being part of something special and being part of something that you're building together and you're building for a common goal. Yeah. And so – you know, basically all the, all the jobs I've had, even though there, it's been in management or whatever the case may be, it's always been in sales. Yeah. I'm I'm always uh, trying to build and yeah. grow yeah. and and attain a goal. Yeah. So yeah. so you know the team that I've built or the teams that I've built over time, yeah. they've all been tremendous competitors. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what to look for. You're a team builder. Absolutely. Because of you. There you go. <laughs> Building teams. Yeah, that's all I ever did, uh, both in, in coaching, 30 years coaching football, but mm-hmm. also in the business world, um, you know, recruiting and coaching and building teams is basically what what I've done for, for over 50 years. Well, in one of the things I've, I've always taken um, away from just our practices when we had, mm-hmm. you know, on, on the blue with you. And I was talking, I talk about this all the time, but it was, it was something I was struggling with when I was a sophomore Mm -hmm. Um, and it's really compartmentalizing. There's, uh, you'd line us up at that line, at at that goal line and say, you know, once you cross this line, you cannot. there's, there's nothing you can do about your classes. Mm -hmm. There's nothing you can do about that test. There's nothing you can do about your girlfriend. There's nothing you can do about this. Give me a hundred percent while you're here. When you cross back across that line, then you can deal with the other problems. (laughs) They'll be waiting on you. (laughs) But I always remember that. And it's something that I've always tried to do every single day is once I cross that line into the office or once I cross that line, you know, into this cell um, or into this meeting, I got to be here. I got to be present because the people I'm, I'm with, they, they deserve that. um, And I deserve to give them my best. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so I appreciate that. Well, me. yeah, thank you. That's that's a very important lesson that you learn in sports, particularly football, as as we know it. Um, so, what else about football uh, stands out to you? We'll get to the Broncos here yeah. in just a few minutes, but from your personal perspective, for, what for me was learning, learning yeah. from those that went before, and learning from those that. Um, that were ahead of me. So starters, for example. So you mentioned, we mentioned Pete, Pete. Kowski. Yep. So Pete was a tremendous inspiration to me. Yep. Um, 
not only was he a great coach of mine as a position coach, right. but but watching him play and learning from him and Techniques. learning technique. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Lance Sellers, prior to your arrival, yeah. Lance Sellers was a great defensive end, and he yeah. helped me with different things to look for, how to get off on the ball faster, how right. to track the quarterback's hands better, mm. um, and then the film watching. But it's it was really just learning from those that yeah. did it better yeah. um, and being open to critique and yeah. open to um, new ideas yeah. and 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 open to doing different things on the football field. So whether it's dropping back in pass coverage or whatever it yeah. may be, whatever is asked of you, just try to be the best that you could be yeah. at it. So yeah, those are the things yeah, I've obviously yeah, yeah. learned from. The other things that I hear from players, former players, is the organization and the discipline that's required too. You know, you mentioned oh, yeah. the focus, which is huge, but the organization, and as, as you probably recall, we had to, segments i mean when that horn blew we were off to the next thing and sprinting get back there if you don't <laughs> if you don't run get back and do it again <laughs> yeah but i think organization and discipline are, are great attributes well, and one other thing that um yeah. i think is super important at least it was for me and i think it is for a lot of people is is knowing what you're going after knowing your goal right um and doing the steps that it takes in order to attain obtain that goal and so what i did in college and even after college is I always had my goals up on the wall. Um, mm -hmm. And typically it wasn't necessarily, you know, I, I wasn't trying to be an all conference player, all American player, but it was things that I could um, myself personally uh, attain, obtain you, yeah. because of that I could control. So control, whether it's tackles yeah. or, or sacks or mm -hmm. team goals, um, yeah. things that I could actually, input but you know i can't influence a a voter to vote for me to be an all-american right, no. but i could just do the best that i can yep. and these and are the things that and I that'll do. take you to the other stuff yep. you bet but, so as i recall now you were up there uh, uh one of the leaders in the in the sack department how does that stand you know uh, yeah i'm still number one still number still number one, one. Yeah, uh, still i got on some top. i got some ink when <laughs> curtis weaver was chasing it but yeah. so i think it's still if I remember correctly, it's I'm number one at uh, 54 and a half. And I remember all this because it was a couple years ago that it kept coming up. That and half and, yep, becomes pretty important. It does. Uh, yeah. And then it's either Chris Wing or Curtis Weaver's uh, number two. But Chris, yeah. you know, I, I was very fortunate because both of those guys came out a year early. So yeah. so, so that yeah. helps, right? <laughs> um, but but also the you know the games changed an awful lot so oh, it, it yeah. really helps uh, that I played at an, at a time not only in you know Division One AA but that we the quarterback couldn't get rid of the ball as easily no. so no. so you know it's it's going to be tough to hit you know those records but yeah. at the same time records are made to be broken absolutely so well, so I'm yeah still number one that's that's good news you're still up there and it's been. Uh, Quite a few years. Too. Yeah, so, yeah. So 1990. Yeah, yeah. So one one other thing, and I want to get this on tape because right. I've talked to Tom Scott about this. But yeah. um, so in Boise, if you look at the Boise State, uh, what is it? The, all their records or whatever. There's right. a, a a list where it has. I think Chris Wing had the most at number season sack record. He's like 21 or 22. Then I had 19 and a half. Mm -hmm. So it has my sophomore year and then my senior year, but it for it forgot my junior year so i had 17 and a half both my uh junior and senior year but for some reason the junior year is off the records right. so was, so I, i'd be number two three and four except they don't have my junior year in their record but 
Well, Tom's the stab man. I know. And he's like, really? (laughs) I'm like, it's okay. It'll take somebody off. So I'm okay. I'm okay. You're You're still on top of the Mm -hmm. overall picture. So, well, that's that's great, Eric. And um, I think uh, let's let's talk a little bit now about the the Bronco. uh, What you see of what we've learned so far and talk to other players that you know, I was at mm-hmm. spring practice, and I was so impressed with the enthusiasm and the the, the way they went about their business. and And I think they're uh, they're pretty pretty dead set on having a a good year. So, what what are your thoughts? Well, my my first thought is that I so Andy Avalos was my number one pick. Yeah, um, I really too. I really thought and think that he's a great fit for the direction of the comp or the company the the program program. But, but also I think the kids could buy into him and everything yeah. that I've seen and everyone I have talked to is the same thing. Yeah. They've rallied around the coach. They've galvanized as a, as a team, right. which is super important. But when you want to win for your coach, but you also want to win for each other, right. um, that's pretty important. And he's brought that in there where I think, you know, it was, I'm, I'm happy for coach, coach Harson for his move to, to right. Auburn. It's great for not only him, but it's, it's great for the Boise state legacy. But also at the same time, I'm I'm really glad that um, we have some different energy. Yeah. Sometimes change is really good. Absolutely. And, and I think it was good for this program at this time. Um, I think everyone agrees to that. Yeah. Even Coach Harson. That's why he you know took yeah. on a different opportunity. Yeah. So all across the board, yeah, I'm I'm super excited for this year. I'm super excited for uh, not only this year but the program as as a whole. I mm-hmm. think it's um, headed in the right direction. Yeah. 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 Well, the defense, uh, all their defensive linemen are back. Uh, that, I think that defensive line is probably going to be the strength of the position groups. Right. And, and that's. I sure hope so. Yeah. yeah I mean, they, that's so important. They, they, they sure took a hit last year with uh, whether it's COVID or, or injuries or whatever the case may be. But, um, boy, when watching them against San Jose last year, it was yeah. like, it can't get any worse. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. yeah, they have some really good studs up front, um, yeah. and hopefully that front seven's going to be able to, to shut down a lot of run games that yeah. we weren't able yeah. to last year. You know, a very surprising statistic is that Boise State was dead last in turnovers. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's unheard of for Boise State foot, uh, defense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think they were like, Third from the bottom nationwide as far as fumbles, recovering fumbles, things like that. So that is one area that they've really got to improve upon. Yeah, well, and that's how you win games. I mean, you got to cause turnovers. And if if you don't, you're going to have an average average record because – if you don't cause and they do, then yeah. you're going to be behind the eight ball every single game. And I've, from everything I've seen, they've made it a focus this year to right. to make that happen. And that's what you have to do. It has yeah. to be a primary focus, and you have you have to make it happen. They yeah. don't just happen. Yep, 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 yep. Well, stopping the run is is number one also because you you stop the run, you force them into passing mm-hmm. situations. Now you can lay your ears back, tape your ankle, set your yeah. hair on fire and cause a wreck. You right. know, you get after it. Right. And, uh, so you still got to stop the run and, and then, and like I say, lay your ears back and go get that quarterback, which you were so good at. Well, that's why that front seven is so important <laughs> at Boise State. They got to stop that yeah. run. If yeah. they don't, it's going to be, they can have all the best defense yeah. backs in the world, but if they don't stop that run, yeah. We'll never find out. No, 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 that's for sure. Well, Eric, I don't know if you know this. Uh, I mentioned it to our listeners. And, and uh, next week, uh, next Saturday's show, 
um, it's going to be all about the the book that I've written during this pandemic. Mm-hmm. It's called Coach 'Em Up, and it's all about the stops that you know through my career and actually my life story, my wife and I, and even into the business world. But um, you're in there. Well, I look forward to reading it. Healthy's in there, absolutely. <laughs> well, and you've had a very colorful life. You've been in yeah. a lot of different places, seen a lot of different players, and had a lot oh, of different yeah. experiences with a lot of great coaches. Yeah. So it's going to be a heck of a buck. Yeah, yeah. Well, the forward is by Nick Saban. Oh, awesome. Where I coached him and, and with him at Kent State back in the day. And then uh, Chris Peterson is doing an endorsement for the book. And so, yeah, there'll be a lot of, a couple of decent <laughs> coaches there. If you could only get Belichick now. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So anyway, that'll be uh, next, next Saturday show. We'll talk about the book and give some information out about it. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the Broncos, like I say, are, are, are this new up tempo offense also looking forward to seeing yeah, that yeah that's that's going to as the season develops why that uh, is going to take a, a, a form or a shape of its own also and so if they can put that defense together with an up tempo offense that scores points and and all that why it'll be be fun to watch it'll be a, yeah. it'll be a fun season yeah, it'll be yeah. a rewarding season i i can't wait to be in the yeah. stadium and watch games on the blue again yep yep well looking i had forward the, to that uh, had the athletic director on here recently, and and uh, he's all fired up about filling the stadium, and uh, that'll be interesting to see if uh, if 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 that's possible, and and uh, time will tell, I guess. Um, I'm knocking on wood. I hope it does. Yeah, yeah, me too. Absolutely. Better. Well, just uh, a little bit. Uh, you know the um, the game, uh, of course, uh, against Central Florida, um, and we'll we'll talk some more about that at, at another time, but. Uh, they're big time football down there. They got a lot of good players. Lot and, speed and uh, yeah, they got speed. They got the quarterback is really good. And uh, yeah, Gabriel so, is a yeah pretty mobile and he's got a great arm. He's and, got a great arm and yep yep. No Boise doubt. State will have their hands full, no question about it. But <laughs> but what I like and I, I have to admit this, I, I like that Boise State is the underdog. Yeah, um, yeah. and. Yeah, being a three to six point underdog is a good thing. It is a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. So. Well, and from everything I've seen, so everyone talks about the humidity, and you get what three points for right. for home field advantage. Um, the fact that it's theoretically almost a straight up it's, game it if is. it was a, a, it a different location, yeah. um, I. I like our chances. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, you've got a, a son that plays football. I did, yeah. So he's actually my son is he graduated uh, from College of Idaho a f- few years ago. Then right. he just graduated from law school. So he he actually him. just started uh, with a law firm here in town uh, like a week and a half ago. Really? So yeah. So he's twenty six years old, just starting his law practice Good and for him. moving forward in life. And then my daughter's at Boise State. She's, She's at a Boise sophomore State. at Boise State. Carrying yeah. on the tradition. Smart girl. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Where did your son go to law school? So he went to the University of Idaho Law School down here. I, I mean, the word's coming out of my mouth, right? It's a yeah, struggle. But yeah, no, he's yeah. he actually uh, earned a scholarship there and um, for the law school side right, right. and um, went to their 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 school down here, yep. the new one down here. So yep. that was really good for him, yep. too. Yeah. So, Helgi, what do you do uh, besides watch football uh, for, for fun and entertainment? What, well, what are I appreciate passions? that question. So, uh, let's see. My wife and I 
are now empty nesters. Yeah. Uh, we don't even have a dog any longer. Ooh. So so we uh, have a lot of flexibility in our lives. So we've been able to do a little bit of traveling. We want to do a lot more now that um, you know some restrictions have lifted and hopefully they never come back. But with that, and we like to you know go to the games. Yeah. We like to go out and eat at new places. Mm. Um, we have a large contingent of family members around here, and we do a lot of stuff with them. Yeah. But the biggest thing is it, it, our entire lives, as much as we like to travel and like to do a lot of different things, it really just circles around our family. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last year and a half have really brought us super, super close. You know, we've yeah. kept that sphere pretty oh, small. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just been a, a wonderful mm-hmm. time to have such a large contingent of family members that are nearby, both on her side and my side. Um, Can't beat yeah, that. Just try to keep living the dream yeah. and do a lot of work. And it, yeah. my work uh, allows me to travel right. um, quite a bit. So I get to go su- to a lot of cool places. Yeah. Um, I'll be in Vail, Colorado yeah. uh, next week. Looking forward to that trip yeah. and yeah. Uh, a little golf over there. And, sure. Um, should be a lot living of fun. Living the dream. You're living right. the dream. Here <laughs> I go. Yeah. So, so the job's been great. It allows me to do some of that and then come home and just hang out with my family and yeah. do stuff with a lot of close friends. Yeah. Well, so. there's, there's nothing better than, than family. It's, it's so important. And we've got both of our kids here and three mm-hmm. out of our four grandkids here. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's really special. And, uh, but you know, those, uh, the son and daughter that you got, why well, pretty soon they'll be getting married oh, yeah. and having their own families and then you'll be grandpa. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Oh yeah, my gosh. It happens. I know. And I, 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 my hair's starting to turn gray a little bit. I got some gray sideburns and people think yeah. I color my hair, but not no, yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. No. Eventually. Just hang on to it as long as you can. I'm trying, yeah. but, but yeah. So, and actually I like to, you know, my little breakaway is, um, I love to go hiking. I just head up in the hills and up find the, hills, the little, yeah solace and take on a trail and go up there and do about a five mile hike and listen to podcasts like yours and um just enjoy my my quiet time and it's you know it's something that has really helped me not only compartmentalize my life right um it's something that's it's also healthy so uh, i'm able to kind of take a break from my thoughts of all the things i need to do Mm -hmm. and just focus on me for a good hour and a half to two hours and just enjoy my life up yeah, there yeah. so yeah, i'd good. get up there about four times uh, yeah. a, a week if not at the gym um or if not just doing something at home just going for a quick walk but it yep. stuff like that's super important to yep. me yeah stay, stay in always stay active. Always, always want to do that well yep. uh helgi our time has flown by and we're just about done um again we've been talking with eric helgeson a former boise state football all-american and now a successful businessman here in the Valley. And uh, we just want to say thank you, Eric, for coming in today and sharing your story. And uh, we uh, we hope good things for you. Godspeed. And I sure have enjoyed having you on the show. Well, it was great seeing you, obviously. Yeah. And thanks for having me, Coach. Absolutely is right. Thank you for listening to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. This is Carolyn Holly inviting you to listen at this same time on this same station next Saturday as Skip and his guests go over the game plan for life. Have a great weekend. And remember, no game plan, no victory.